0: Welcome to the Money, Sex, Business, and Awakening podcast. I'm Alex Harvey, and I'm a money and personal empowerment coach. My podcast is here to support you to create your financial prosperity, do your purpose work in the world, and self-actualize. I am here to share with you what I've learned over the past 10 years that I think every woman should know about accessing your deep power through your sexual life force energy and relationship to money because it's truly mind-blowing and only taboo to keep you small. I blend together the latest in neuroscience and practical strategies as well as teachings and principles from ancient traditions such as Tantra, Taoism and alchemy. Thank you so much for joining me and I can't wait to see you in the show. And welcome to this podcast episode, where I'm going to be sharing with you a little life update, some 2022 reflections, and what I'm going to be creating in 2023. So this is a little bit of a vulnerable episode, I guess, for me to make um, because I don't usually don't usually share life updates. But you know, I just actually have quite a few clients and people in my programs who want to ask me so many personal questions about what I've created and how I've found it and, um, what's been happening in my life that I thought I would create an episode for you guys. And I know that if I call this literally like life update, um, and my reflections and what I'm creating, I know it's going to be the, those of you that want to hear this, that listen to this episode, um, and my real, like before this episode I was trying to think like I swear to god there's an acronym that's used as like you know kind of a slang urban dictionary kind of thing of what you call your people who are like your people you know that are really um in with you they're, they're like you, the, the people that are really with you and and I just can't remember what it is and that's what you are listening to this podcast episode. Um, and so, yeah, I want to open up a little bit more and share a bit about just a life update from from me um, and what's been happening, where I'm at, what's changed and what I'm looking at creating, which is also, you know, I, I don't often share that kind of thing very publicly um, and I'm obviously not going to go into massive detail about it, but I thought it'd be a cool challenge to actually share with you high level what I'm creating in 2023. And there is also, yeah, quite a vulnerability in that because then you're going to watch what happens in 2023. And you know, the, the whole, the whole thing that I do creating by magic is choosing what's true and what you love and not what you necessarily think is possible um, in the vulnerability that you might not get it. So anyways, I'm just going to share that with you guys because I feel inspired today and I just feel very excited to be creating some podcast episodes, which is awesome. I was literally like, I had to go into my other room when I it popped into my mind to do this episode. I was like, oh, I'll go and get my book that I do my year reflections and reviews in. And I've, I've now I've got one book at the moment, like journal that I've been doing for a few years. I think I've got three years in here of my end of year reflection review, um, and then my intention setting for the year to come. So I thought I would go grab that so I can, you know, have some things in front of me. Um, And anyways, I was like squealing to myself as I was like walking back into this room. I was like, "Yay! I'm so excited to record some podcast episodes, which is a really cool thing. So I I can kick that off as my reflections as a very cool thing um, because I used to um, like it's been a journey for me with this podcast. I've been doing it for close to two years now, I believe. And, you know, I've had periods where I've had a lot of resistance to recording podcast episodes, but I've just made myself do it. And often once I've actually started recording it, I've really enjoyed it. But I am in a place now where i more so just feel excitement and I can still have maybe a level of resistance to um, you know, not prioritizing doing other things over the top of it. But I... Um, yeah, I I just feel this excitement and I get to sit down and talk to you and share things with you. and I love it. Um, so welcome to this episode. If you're noticing the sounds a little bit different, I am, um, I'm just back in Australia for a few weeks and I didn't think to bring my microphone with me, even though I knew I was going to need to record some more podcast episodes. So I'm using my Apple, um, earphones, which not my AirPods, because I don't think the microphone on them is that good. But I, I believe the microphone is meant to be fairly good on the actual um, earphones. And you know what? It's it's kind of the best I can do right now. And so that's what we're rolling with. Um, and I've also just been sick again. I, I literally had COVID about four weeks ago and I recovered. And then I got my plane ride home and there was a woman coughing behind me on the plane, actually. Don't know if that's where it came from, but. I just started to get sick once I got home and I've been so sick over Christmas In the last two days I've been feeling a bit better. So I'm like, okay, it's time to do my podcast. So if I'm feeling a bit, if I'm sounding a bit nasally, that is why. All right. So let's get into this podcast life update. So right now it's the 29th of December. I had planned not to actually do any work over my three week break but I um, didn't get I just had so many sessions actually in the week before Christmas that I didn't get these done so I am doing this on the 29th of December um, and I am just back from my first 3 months in Bali. So 3 months ago I moved to Bali. I've been living in Bali for 3 months. I had already just planned to come back at Christmas time. I've got a really gorgeous little nephew and little niece and I wanted to be with them at Christmas and and I just kind of it just felt right, you know? It felt like it felt like too much to just kind of have everything organized before I left three months ago so also coming back I felt like okay you know I'm going to sell my car I'm going to there might be some more things I need to pack up or just put into place um and there are and there's some things I brought back that I didn't need and things I'm going to um uh take over with me that I didn't take so it's just been a good like okay Now I'm getting things sorted because I really feel that I'm not going to be back in Australia in 2023 um, until maybe later in the year. Possibly later in the year I will be, but definitely um, for the first three quarters of the year, I don't see myself being back here. Um, So I'm getting everything in place. An issue for me actually in Bali was (laughs) my internet banking Um, was all connected to my Australian number and to transfer to new accounts, I needed to receive an SMS that I couldn't receive. So I've just updated all my banking things so that it's got my sister's phone number on it. Um, and you know, I'll be able to do whatever I need to from wherever in the world, as long as I guess she's in Australia. Um, so I have, all right, where where are we going to go here? Where are we going to start? Where are we going to go? Reflections, where I'm at. All right, so moving to Bali has been, for me, just the coming out of the COVID bubble, essentially. So before COVID, I lived in Melbourne and I happened to come back to South Australia, where I'm from, at the very start of COVID and then everything shut down, the borders closed and... I was essentially stuck over here, but it was a really good place to be over that time. And I lived in the country, near the coast, alone, family two hours away, not really any friends around. Um, And I essentially just lived my best hermit life. And I got kind of all this nervous system healing and um, resetting that I was wanting actually when I left Melbourne. You know, and it was... um, Another kind of, I guess, death and rebirth for me of my, yeah, I guess egoically um, and kind of old structures crumbling that were based around what I thought I needed to do or maybe more survival based and really, really emerging with what I loved and what I wanted to share and a, a real shedding of Um, this survival orientation that I had just still been in, you know, trying to get a business off the ground and really kind of ending up in a position again that I didn't want to be in. But, but I see how it happened, you know, through a turn of events of probably like relying on my business, probably more than was helpful, um, you know, and, and really still not having, a good handle on how to handle my, my really deep fears, doubts about myself, um, about life and like just a, a sense of, you know, unworthiness and resistance and self-sabotage. So really so much of that crumbling and, and then a, a deep coming from within reemerging, creating, shedding a lot of those things, having structures to shed those things, having the support to shed those things and really come into what I love. And so I guess that was like two and a half years pretty much of that. And, you know, living, living a very secluded life. um, Obviously for a lot of that time, a lot of Australia was very limited in, in, you know, locked down. So it was great to be out where I've been living. Um, and I was feeling an itchiness towards the start of last year, like around the start of last year. Yeah. I was feeling a definite itchiness, like, okay, I want to move on soon, but there's nothing clear and obvious for me. And then Bali started to pop up, um, around March. My friend mentioned it and I was like, what? We we can leave the country? Like what? I didn't realize that. Like I thought I was only barely allowed to go to Victoria sometimes, you know? Like um go to a different state is what I mean by that. Um and yeah, suddenly that awakened in me and I was like, "Wow, okay." You know, but I still I still didn't feel necessarily in like the most solid place in my business to make that move, which I mean, probably I could have Um, but I still felt like there was, there was a bit more building, um, and shoring up and, um, sustainable structures for me to have in place. Um, and I didn't think that actually I could go right away because of my vaccination status. Um, so it was like, okay, I'm going to give myself that time and Yeah. I mean, I probably don't need to be retelling the story. But anyway, uh, last, so three months ago, I made the move to Bali and it was, it was just fantastic. Like, I honestly don't have essentially anything negative to say about it, apart from like, you know, sometimes I have a little bitch and whine about how much it costs to live in Canggu, but I'm like really, um, really intending to stop that because it just doesn't matter and it doesn't mean anything. Um uh and I don't know. I just my ego has just really held on to that story for a while. Um but it's been wonderful. I've met so many awesome people. I've got more friends there than I essentially had in Melbourne when I lived in Melbourne for three years. Um and there's it's just been so easy. Everything has been easy. And I mean, yes, it has maybe felt a bit hard at times to find a villa, but it actually hasn't been hard. Like it's just that I thought that it would be based on what I was seeing around me, but I've actually had rel- like quite e- a lot of ease, um, in that as well. Uh, there, You know, there's been some things that are maybe a bit frustrating about living in Bali and I now understand how some people do get frustrated about it and, you know, kind of have a back and forth of like, no, I've got to leave and no, I'm going to stay because there are definitely frustrations that I think just come with living in a developing country, you know. Like it's just, it's not like living in Australia and there are things that are quite different. And then there's also lots of really incredible things. So I've I've loved living in Bali. Um probably, you know, number one, the people that I've met and that are my friends um, over there, just oh, it's so beautiful. I love the warmth. I love um yeah, I just love there's just such a fresh energy to me there. Um I just feel like so much freshness, so much possibility. Um, and so since I've been in Bali, I haven't really had much exploration time yet. I have done a few adventures, but honestly, like I was sick a few times, um, which then kind of, I had a lot of work on for those three months. I was sick a couple of times, which then also set back my work. So then I needed to, to catch up on things. And then also just the extra time of like finding, so twice finding a villa, um, and all of that kind of thing just takes time, honestly. So that kind of backed up my work a little bit as well. Um, so I didn't really feel like I had that much time and breathing space, but I feel like when I get back, so I'm now in Australia for three weeks. And when I get back to Bali, I think it's just going to be like take off time, you know, like, a kind of made a lot of shifts in my work structure um, and I'm, I'm just really intending to be, qu- be quite healthy and <laughs> full of energy um, and I've got my villa now um, until June so yeah I, oh, I'm excited to get back there. So Bali's been wonderful it's just been so wonderful um, and yeah as I was my long story. So what what you probably might have realized about me by now is that I just kind of can't tell a story without giving the full context of the story. So, so coming to Bali was really like coming out of my COVID bubble that I had been living in and like finally being around people again. Honestly, I found like managing a social life alongside working kind of difficult um because I I literally haven't had a social life for a long time and even when I was in Melbourne I didn't have much of a social life like I was in a relationship that I just you know just being with my partner was like just felt like the best thing in the world and so it was very uh I wanted to spend a lot of my free time with him and um and Yeah. And then I had a few friends that I saw, but like, I really didn't have much of a social life. Um, so yeah, that's been, that's been one of my biggest challenges is just navigating that. And then also navigating for the first time, I guess, such a pull towards things that aren't working and balancing the work that I also do, want to do and need to do um, so it's been cool to be confronted with that and I guess just have more more elements of what I really love really present in my life so that's been really beautiful um, so then relationships that I't share a little around relationships which again I usually don't share relationship things at all um, but Essentially, I was in a very, I would say maybe committed is the right word, Um, committed, connected, just wonderful relationship um, for, I think, about four and a half years that eventually broke down through COVID. We were unexpectedly separated for the first Eight or nine months of COVID, um, because obviously I was just coming back here uh, at the beginning, just coincidentally, and then everything shut down and the borders closed, blah blah blah, uh, and so we were separated. And I mean, I wouldn't have thought that could have um, affected the relationship, but it was it was just so much more than that. What it was really was like these just the dysfunctional structures um and areas of personal growth I'm gonna I'm gonna say honestly I'm just gonna be honest like mostly from my partner's side because of their trauma um that just needed to be addressed and weren't actually able to be addressed while we were in a relationship and so eventually like it just you know, it all really came to a head and it was it was very difficult, but I'm really glad that it did and I've learned so much through that and I've had so much personal growth um coming through that and just wow, like really like shedding shedding oh it, it just a victim story. Um that I could have affirmed to me by anyone I wanted to. Um, But really seeing through that, seeing, seeing through to a higher perspective, not spiritual bypassing, but, but really rising above the level of my ego in, in the relationship and the separation and what, what came up through that, out of that, all of that. Um, And uh, yeah, it's been a long process, but, an extremely powerful process that I'm very grateful for. And I'm now very grateful to have a good relationship with that person. And, you know, it's something to just be really honest and just share very honestly um, something in my personal life, which I just don't usually do. Um, you know, it's it, I have such a significant connection with that person and I don't know what the future holds for that. Um, and, um, yeah, they they will, I'm sure they will continue to be a significant person in my life. Pr- like I, I can't see how it wouldn't be for the rest of my life. Um, in whatever way, whatever form that takes. And I, and I just, am um, very surrendered to what that will be, you know, like maybe we would, so it's, just for context as well, it would be two, two and a half years since, then 2021. So two and a half years, one and a half years, one and a half years, I guess. Yeah, since our separation. And um, yeah, it's, oh, it's just been such an incredible incredible growth journey for me. Um, and yeah. And so I guess like, you know, I ha- I haven't been open to being in a new relationship and I'm, I'm not close to it now, but it's not something I feel like I want. I feel like I just want freedom and I just want to just live my own life and, um, you know, I'm all, but I'm not closed off to, if, if that's a true connection with someone to get into a, you know, a new relationship, I, w- I wouldn't say no to it. Like, it's just that that's not what I feel like I want. Um, and I, and I don't really see myself wanting that soon, you know, like I just, I just want to be free. Like, as in, I don't want to run my decisions by anyone. I want to decide I'm moving, you know, I'm going to move here. I'm going to go here. And I just don't, I don't want to have another person involved in any of that. Like I just, you know, want to do me. And it actually feels, yeah, it feels in a beautiful place actually to have my, uh, like, I don't know if it's partly because of, of the connection I do have with my, um, you know, person I used to be in a relationship with and or just like just like the solidness that I've managed to build in myself, the wholeness that I'm just like, yeah, I just, you know, I'm just not worried about that. I don't feel a need for that. I don't even feel a desire for that. Um, and I feel like I'm, I'm just so happy to actually be in this place, you know, because when I was in my... Early 20s, uh, late teens, early 20s, you know, I really did feel that sense of incompleteness in not being in a relationship and like I, I should have one or I wanted one or I felt sad not to have one or whatever. Um, and now being almost 32, I, I don't have that. I just feel really powerful and strong in who I am. And, and I don't, I'm, not, I'm just not really looking for a relationship right now. But um, I'm like, I'm now, yeah, feeling really open to connection and that I, I, I want to have fun and play and explore and explore who is this updated version of me who has shed even more conditioning, even more shit um, around sexuality and relationship and is even more in like the most sexual prime of my life, which You know, you guys can listen to one of my first episodes on this podcast if you want to hear about my um, sexual healing journey. And I haven't, you know, like I've been in a really long term relationship for a lot of my like time being a very sexually awakened self Um, So it's like, who, what is my, what is my truth in this place in terms of what I want and explore and play, you know, and so I've been opening myself to that in Bali. I've, you know, I've had so much energy or opportunity come my way, like, and (laughs) just a very lack of time, you know, I've been really like, I just, I can't like meet up with you or like these five people like I'm just I just literally don't have time at the moment like maybe I'll get in touch with you in a few months and it's just felt very beautiful and very playful and um, you know I'm, I'm someone through all the I guess the just all the work I've done on myself but, in, but definitely because I did a lot of sexuality work and deconditioning um, as well I'm just very you know very open to like different things and not not having you know and I'm also not anti-monogamy or relationship structure I'm not I'm also not like in the full opposing swing of that which I did go into you know it's like we all find our balance right and then you just go to like well what's true what what would I love um and I've been having a really really beautiful, very unconventional connection that I like totally wasn't on my radar and I didn't really think was possible. Um, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to say more about it because I don't know, there's, there's other people involved. Um, but yeah, that's just been slightly blowing my mind, honestly. And it's just been so beautiful. Um, yeah, and really incredible and just fun. And I just want that fun, playfulness, lightness, and that I can just I can just I'm just in a moment of just having whatever is true with anyone without putting any lines, rules, definitions around it. Not that I'm anti doing those things. Like I think there's a lot of beauty in committing to a relationship, but that's just not where I am right now and and that's also just been a beautiful like stepping into like truly being concept free, which is what I'm really practicing living my life by because that is what you need to live your life by magic is to literally take yourself out of all of your concepts about things. And we don't realize, well, you know, I didn't for so long and I still feel like I'm constantly surprised by like all the unconscious concepts and constructs we put around relationships and relating. Um, So that's a little relationships update from me. Um, And I guess what I see going forward with that is just, yeah, it's just really, it's discovering where my truth is. And like, and I don't think it is in being with a lot of people. Um, And, you know, and it's just actually having some, like, just, like I guess making myself available well I can't not when this happens but so so there's those deep connections that that I come across in my life just like wow letting them flow and um, and really trusting my intuition that when I'm just not interested in people I'm just not you know because that's something I've questioned about myself a bit it's like am I just being closed off is this just me being closed off and it's like you know, what I've been just realising so far, um, being in Bali is like, nah, like maybe sometimes. And it's, it's certainly not bad for me to question that, but also like, nah, I'm just, you know, like I'm just learning what my nature is. And it's, um, you know, I'm, I'm just not that into it. I'm not that into it. And like, I'm just not that into that many people. <laughs> That's cool. Um and when the connection is there, wow, it's like fucking blows my brains and other parts of my body and being. So that's, that's a little journey that I've been on at the moment. Um, my, uh, business wise things have been going really well. Like if, if you looked at my profit and loss, you'd be like, whoa, things have really picked up since you've been in Bali. But it was actually essentially all things I put in motion and had, um, kind of, uh, booked in before I moved to Bali. Um, but it was interesting how it happened like that. And that was something that really felt like Bali was so in flow. Once I booked my flight, I just had um, I had like all these kind of extra income come in and some short one-to-one clients. So I don't usually do short one-to-one clients, but there was um, two people I've worked with before that it was just obvious to offer them like a short container and, uh, and then there was another person that was uh, because they came through a different avenue that I was like, okay, it's obvious we do a short container. Um, So yeah, things just, um, yeah, have been going very strong and um, it's been, yeah, awesome. I feel like I, I'm just, really excited to be in full health and vitality because I don't feel like in the last few months I've been able to like be like spend as much time in my creativity in my business that I've wanted to and it's been a bit more just like keep up with all the things like keep up with my my, my kind of basic content and the the programs that I'm running and just kind of keep all that rolling um, and I really like I really want to spend more time being creative with what I'm creating for you. Um, and creating more, yeah, more creative content and reels. And I know a lot of you guys really loved the the ridiculous reels I was making at the start of the year and I want to do more of them. I've had more ideas and I actually thought I might get to do more, um, before Christmas, but uh, I didn't get there and Again, I've been sick and blah, 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 blah. Um, So I want to get to more of that and maybe having some more creativity with the podcast and writing my next book and even sharing the book that I wrote this year. Um, You know, all of that. So I'm excited to be unleashing that creativity next year. And yeah, I feel like I just haven't had a lot of space for it in the last few months. Um, So... Yeah, this is not, I haven't really like sequenced this podcast particularly well. But another exciting thing, which some of you guys would know, is that I just started coaching with my main, uh, one of my major mentors, William Whitecloud. Um, so for the past 18 months, I was coached by uh, my coach, Linda Blythe, who was coached by William. And I, I was meant for like the last uh, almost a year. I'm just trying to think. Yeah, I think since like Feb or March, I was meant to be on the waitlist for William's coaching. I don't know, blah blah blah. Long story. Um, I am now coaching with William, which is very exciting and was something that felt not possible and not in my reach. I guess financially for a long time, and and that I really questioned myself of like, is does this feel true for me or is this just Me going with what other, you know, what seems like oh the next thing should be like stepping up into this coaching with my mentor. But is that actually true for me? Um and when it came down to it, it really has felt like it has been. And and I and making that decision and committing to it and starting it and also committing to that level of investment, it just really opened up something for me where I realized. I can, like, I can, well, I don't even really like to use the words afford this, but like, you know, like I can do this and I've actually had been thinking that I couldn't and I can and, and it's just really cracked open, um, like my, my level that I'm holding myself on and that's really gone out into like a lot of different areas in my life, you know, it's like, Yeah, and and it it came to me, I think pretty much as soon as I got to Bali, I was like, wow, okay. And I knew Bali, like getting out of Australia and just even though Bali's not very far, like getting there, I what my sense was was like the whole world is like gonna open up to me then. Like it's really hard for me to kind of see past you know Australia or Bali through this whole pandemic thing but I knew like once I get to Bali it's just going everywhere else is just going to feel so much more open and easy and I maybe it was even on the plane ride over to Bali I was like yeah I'm just vibing like doing summer in Europe next year so the kind of June July August um, in Europe in 2023. And then that had kind of been on my mind and I had been feeling like, yeah, you know, that, that feels like, yeah, okay, cool. But also like a slight fear of like, can I really do that? But not too much, like mostly like a, yeah. Um, and then it is one of those things as it gets closer, um, and you start assessing your current circumstances and going, can I really do that? You know, that's when the tension builds. But yeah, when I, um, made, uh, well, you know, signed up to do the coaching with William and it it just cracked open a lot of things in my head of like, yeah, I can do that. And all I need to do is choose it and I can create it, you know, like a, another level of really feeling my personal power around creating things and creating what I would love. Um, and and realizing that that's, that's my level. That's where I am. And it is that because I'm, I'm holding myself there now. Like, yes. Like, do you know what I mean? Like this is a, this is a thing to really get your head around in creating and living the creative orientation is like, it's not waiting for current circumstances to get somewhere to, to open up the next possibilities for you inside yourself. It's, it's like holding yourself at the level of what you would love and how that supports you and enables you to change your circumstances, not the other way around. And we all do it the other way around. So I, I don't know if that, um, if that landed the way I said it, because it is a kind of, well, I guess it's not that nuanced, but like, I don't know if that's like a bit of an advanced thing to really get is like it's the other way around. It's not your circumstances. And we unconsciously, we're just so addicted to going circumstances. Okay, what can I do? Okay, when my circumstances get here, then I can consider this. But that's the wrong way around. Like that is the peasant way of living. That is the inside the matrix way of living. That is the, um, you know, like mechanical I, I tend to call it mechanical way of living. That's not the being a creator, like being a, an, a, the, the powerful creator of your life. You know, that's just kind of like working, working with the things you've got rather than drawing on your genius and creating by magic. Um, and so, yeah, I just had another level of that really open up for me um, in uh, coaching With William, and uh, so that that's another thing that's um, present for me at the moment, and just being in that expansion, and just being aware, and just being aware of even when I want to get sucked back into my my literally like lower level of thinking, my lower vibration of thinking, and catching it and going, okay, just got to hold the tension and choose because because actually I can choose, and you know. Yeah. I mean, everything goes hand in hand. Like I just wasn't here a year ago and I couldn't have forced myself to be, you know, like I couldn't have. um, It is a thing that does, I think the, you know, these internal breakthroughs of the level you can hold yourself at does, you know, does naturally kind of Build and grow in momentum, well, as you build momentum and as you actually like live the creative structure and you you go through that cycle of creating things and then acknowledging it and then um, uh, learning and then taking action, acknowledging it, learning, and you go in that cycle of momentum. So, anyways, I hope all that makes sense. Um, the other, another big thing for me this year um, was just being was being booked out in my one to one coaching, and then and then getting overbooked out when, when I took on some extra clients around the time I went to Bali, and I kind of staggered them. Um, I staggered when they started, but it's still. Um, it ended up being a bit too much and it's, it's helped me realize what my capacity is um, for one-to-one clients. And additionally, because I was running my mastermind, which is also like a high kind of support and has some one-to-one involvement as well. Um, but that was, yeah, really like, a, um, I don't know, like a, a beautiful creation this year. Um, and yeah, is there anything else I want to say around that? Just, just yeah, things have, things have gone really well in the business and, and I've just got better and better at holding tension. And, you know, as you build something, like, you know, you, you get to build more and more structures in and I've had more support in my business actually this year than I did last year. Um, I hired a new VA uh, early in the year who's given me a lot more support, which has been great. And one of the things I'm creating in 2023, I think, I think it'll be in the first half of the year, might be more like middle of the year. Um, I want to bring on another person who's maybe more like ops management. Maybe they don't start like ops management, but yeah, someone to just t- take on a lot more of the like setting up, setting up a lot of the systems and the things um in the back end and uh holding just holding more so that I can then be spend more and more time in my creative zone. So that's something that I'm creating and calling in in 2023. Um just to finish reflections um finish reflections so I, my business income or like total revenue just about doubled this year as compared to last year, which is actually pretty great. Um, because William, so one of my main mentors, um, teaches not, not in his courses, but to his clients, um, about using the, golden ratio from the Fibonacci sequence you know and that's that is like how we grow into our next levels and so doubling my income would be actually above the Fibonacci golden ratio um, amount that you might have expected my income would go up as it like a natural increase kind of thing um yeah so I, I think that's pretty awesome I um paid myself trying to think what I was paying myself at the start of this year I don't I don't reckon that's gone up that much I reckon I'm only paying myself $100 more a week I don't actually pay myself that much um because I mean like I feel like you don't really realize until you have a business and your business grows like there's you know business expenses and there's tax and um I like there's there's the things that I really want to keep investing in my business. And I kind of feel like, you know, like I want to invest in a new hire. Like I want to invest in, um, trying some Facebook ads again. I want to invest in, um, like maybe some other things. And so I do like putting a lot of money back into my business. And then I just kind of have just kind of like pay myself what I need. Plus like what's comfortable, um, but you know, it would be a very, be a very it, would, it would be a pretty average salary really. Um, and I'm, I was just thinking actually in the last few days, I was like, oh, maybe, maybe I should give myself a pay rise. <laughs> um, but I, I wouldn't give myself my, like a large pay rise at this point. I would probably give maybe like another hundred dollars a week. Um, but I also, I don't really need it. And in some things I do. Um, purchase out of my business whether I claim any or all of it or not so like my flights um, most of my visa stuff I've paid for out of my business and I either um, uh, claim a portion of it or none of it uh, or all of it so I'm not having those things come out of like my wage that I pay myself is just kind of generally how I do it or how I'm doing it at the moment. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's, that's some reflections on the year. Um, things, I I think, I think the biggest bottleneck for me this year is just still felt, felt like, you know, set up a lot of systems to hand over and delegate a lot of stuff. Um, and like, you know, recorded training videos and set up a structure and set up a structure for the task management and I've, like I've done I've set up so many structural things and I'm getting a lot more support and, and like a bottleneck for me has felt like still a lot of this, um, I don't know what to call it, like operations work that takes – Uh, my time that I want to really like put into creating more things like and creating like following through on more or like doing more of my projects that I want to do. So that feels like a next thing to be creating next year. But it also, you know, it does take a fair bit of time and energy to hire someone and train someone. And that's just not something that I, um, have I will be putting the time towards in at least the first few months of next year um, because I'm uh, launching the mastermind and then I'll launch money queen. Uh, and that that's just more of a focus for me, but that, that has felt like one of my bottlenecks through this year. But it also, you know, I've also had a learning with that through around like, This might sound like a funny thing to say, but I've had this learning of like, I don't need as much support as I think I need to just keep going and keep growing like around the middle of this year or probably actually maybe for the entire of this year I've been like all right I need to hire more help I actually I know because I'm looking in my book like I know that was a thing at the start of this year is when I was setting my intentions was like I need to hire support for these things um and I really need to hire support and I did well I did hire um one person to do some of those things but like nowhere near like what I had said like this is what I need to hire this year and I had been a bit frustrated throughout some times of this year and been like hey I really need to I really need to hire someone to like do all this shit and you know I kind of like mentioned that to my coach a bit my coach had kind of been a bit like well do you really I'd be like yeah I do and and then I kind of realized I was like, n- like more in the latter part of this year, like no i don't I don't really need to. I just keep thinking I need to, and I would like to, but this is actually just part of the like this tension of like growing, and that wouldn't even be the best thing for me right now if I had taken that on as an expense um and you know it's okay in this stage of business that I'm in that I'm still doing a lot of this stuff myself, like. That's actually that's actually still really appropriate for this stage of business, and i and I kind of feel like there can be this real push to outsource and hire um, earlier early in your business and even at the stage of business I'm in and I just you know I keep going back to this girl that I used to follow and oh actually there's a couple of people I used to follow where their businesses were like you know, they had only one or maybe two people at the size business I have. And it wasn't until their businesses were earning a lot more, like maybe um, 500K a year that they then invested in a lot more help um, and even, you know, like invested in a nice website and all this kind of thing. And it just kind of has, yeah, it's it's helped. It helped um, change my mindset a little bit and not think that, I needed so much support already and actually, like, it's, yeah, it's fine. I don't know, that that probably sounds very opposite to what a lot of people teach Um, or say. Like, I, I do think you kind of do need to push yourself a bit to get that first hire, or maybe I did, like, and then... And then also, like, I just haven't needed as much as I've thought I've needed. Like, when I'm just honest, like, I just haven't actually needed more support. Let's say this year, like, yeah, a bit more might have been nice, but but I haven't really needed it. And it's been okay. But, and I think next year I will hire some more support. So anyways, that's just like my honest reflections around support in in my business anyway, Um, so yeah, this year, um, this year I created moving to Bali, um, really creating like a lot of stability, uh, in my business structure in a few different like aspects of the business structure, um, starting coaching with my mentor, William, um getting my coach getting like getting my coaching pricing to where I really wanted it actually um and 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 I like not to kind of go off on a tangent here but like I've really gone through the steps of getting there and not just um putting my prices where I knew I really wanted them straight away like Yeah, which I'm really happy about. I'm really happy that I've done so much coaching this year because I think there's so much value in really training to be really fucking good at what you do and not just like this kind of bypassing mentality that's really out there in the online world of like, I just, you know, like, like everyone just wants to instantly have a really successful quote unquote successful business that's earning heaps of money and they don't have to work. Um, or like they're so exclusive that they, you know, they like don't do any one to one work and they only run courses or whatever. And, um, yeah, I'm just like, I just think it's a really great that I've done so much coaching and it just, just feel like I've done so much training and I've, and I've given so much value to people. Um, and I, and I think that's a really, I don't know, I think it's a really valuable thing as a coach <laughs> is to just actually fucking coach a lot of people. What, I guess when I see such a high percentage of the online coaching world trying to actually avoid coaching, trying to just set up things and passive income so they don't have to do any coaching, um, you know, like I'm really here for mastery. Like that's what I'm here for, to so just be, just so fucking good so fucking like attuned to my genius and built experience around it and really like know how to help people um and and just continue to like grow and expand and build on that and be of service. I wrote my first book which uh most of you guys would probably know I wrote I took myself on a Writing retreat, um, in the Queensland, Sunshine Coast hinterland. I booked this gorgeous Airbnb, uh, for a week and I fucking wrote the whole thing in a couple of days, edited the whole thing and I released it like a week later as an ebook, which was fucking awesome. And the best thing about it is that I love it. Like I love it. I I read through that book so many times when I was editing it and I was like, fuck, this is good. This is so fucking good. Like I literally want every everyone starting a business, like from something heart-based, something they care about, feeling feeling like this this, you know, it's something they're meant to do. I want everyone to read that book. Like, fuck. It's so good. So that's awesome. Um, and um Yeah, moving – like, living in – like, I don't know. There's just been something about moving to Bali and um, kind of just fully supporting myself in that lifestyle that has felt pretty magical as well, Um, getting out of Australia. And, like, I've loved being close to my family in South Australia and – you know, like I, I feel like it's really good to be just away and off on my own. Not that I was living with my family, but I was, I was close to my family and you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm not going to go on a sidetrack about that, but yeah, it's been really beautiful. So what I am creating in 2023, Have I written this down somewhere. <laughs> Actually, I haven't written this here. I know I've written this uh, somewhere else, but I'm just going to uh, give you my high level what I'm creating in 2023. So I am creating, I am creating another at least two masterminds, uh, the bis- Queendom Alchemy Business Masterminds. So fucking awesome! I can't wait to do more of them. Like, oh god, like the training in them is like, oh. I feel the same way about them as I do about the book, if not more so. Like ah, you know, like creating your business from your creative orientation, which, and you know, from your genius and your inner reference. And it's so opposing to what, well, I mean, maybe that's not the right word, but it's so different to like the shit you get taught, um, in a lot of business and marketing courses that are absolutely just going to fucking drive you into your ego. Um, and make you feel like a massive failure and then maybe you want to give up and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, I'm creating at least another two of them, maybe even three. Um, I am creating, Oh, I'm creating, um, recording and setting up money queen and super conscious creatress. um, evergreen so that people can go through them at any time and go through the content so I like if you guys have done the courses before you know they're so awesome and valuable um, live and and that's just such part of the magic of them and like really with everything I have going on I only really have an opportunity to run both of them once a year live and I just think that really sucks you know when I have people messaging me being like oh you know I prefer this to my friends like when are you running the next one blah 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 and it's like they can't get it for a fucking year and they probably like even forgot about it by then or moved on and like you know that they just can't get that content and information for a year it's it's just kind of shit so I'm yeah I'm going to record them when I get back to Bali, and I had so if you did the last Money Queen, you'll know that I did send out an email afterwards, and I and I asked for consent to use the recordings, um, so that people could like go through them with the recordings, because I do even think that would be better than like you know some polished pre-recorded ones because there's all that live interaction and it's delivered live, and I think there's there's a you know I think that has more value for someone to go through with the recordings than me just talking to camera. But, um, like a couple months afterwards I did, um, I actually did just, since this is a transparency podcast, I did uh, like a mushroom journey and it just didn't sit right. I was like, no, like that's not the, re- the intention with which they were recorded. That doesn't feel right. I'm not going to do it. Um, so I am going to just pre-record everything Uh, and then make those courses available so anyone can go through the content at any time and then I will still I like I'm I will I would love to keep running them live Um, and I might even have some other people that like help support doing that Um, and I intend at the moment I I intend to run a money queen live um, early in the year and then I am going to go to Europe for summer and I want to, I did want to, what was coming to me was to be in three different places for six weeks. Um, But I think it, I think it's going to need to be more like four weeks uh, just because of that, whatever that agreement is. I think Australians are only meant to be there for four weeks, Um, not four weeks, three months. Um, So I would love to do that. I've got, I've kind of got like four, five Cities, places in mind, but I think it 's distilling down and i 'm getting like my three that are going to be then my bases for being in europe, and I will keep working while i 'm in europe, but i I will uh, have a lighter load. Uh, So, I can explore a bit, but like, but I want to just kind of be based there and live there and, you know, live and work and explore and do fun stuff. So, I'm really excited about that. I'm so excited about that. That just seems so epic to me. Um, And yeah, I can't wait. So, I'm probably going to start looking at like booking flights and accommodation and stuff like that soon. Um, If you have any ideas about, Where to go to book long-term accommodation, well, long-term, when I say that, I mean like four weeks accommodation in um, places in Europe, feel free to let me know because I am on the lookout for that. I'm creating my next book. So I fucking loved writing my book last year and I would love to write a book that I actually get printed and published in 2023. Part of me, it's like, I don't see with everything else I'm doing, I kind of don't see where or how that's going to happen, but I do want to do it next year. So I am creating that. That is my intention. It, I mean, it might not be published and released, but it will be written. That's my intention. Another thing that I also feel a bit like, fuck, I don't know how I'm going to fit that in next year, but I want to do it is a retreat in Bali. So I'm going to keep, um, yeah, I'm just going to keep like taking the obvious next steps with that because I would love to do that. And that would be more like October, I think, um, in Bali. I think they're the main things I'm creating and just more adventures, more fun, more just beautiful connections and friendships like I've been having, uh, and more, more health and vitality and joy and passion and sparkly fun glittery clothes um I actually want to I was just it's just like dawned on me that like I could get some stuff made in bar like I could make up some designs um some wild crazy delicious fun Alex designs and get them made and then I was like whoa that was totally like a dream of mine when I was a kid was like I would fantasize going to sleep about like designing clothes and getting them made and having them in shops and I was like whoa maybe that's like this full creative outlet that like that's inside me that I just haven't really explored much before um because it's never been a priority so yeah I think I'm just gonna have a play with like making clothes um which will be really fun so that's what's on the cards for me high level for 2023 what I'm creating my 2022 reflections and just my life updates so I know this has been a pretty uh on the longer side podcast but I hope you've enjoyed it and if you have let me know and maybe I'll do like a, a you know not as kind of like in the calendar thing, but like maybe I'll roughly do like a quarterly life update or when it seems appropriate, I'll do a life update episode because I do like, I do want to share all this stuff with you. And I guess it's just what's the platform for it. Well, we've found the platform, haven't we? It's a podcast episode uh, because then I can just talk for a while (laughs) about what's been going on. (laughs) All right. So yeah, if you did enjoy this episode and you'd like more life updates, periodic life updates, um, let me know, send me a DM on Instagram at alexh.co and I will, I'll just keep it in my consciousness, uh, so that when it feels time, I'll do a life update for you. And maybe they won't all be this long because I will do them a bit more regularly. How does that sound? All right, I'm sending you so much love, gorgeous. I'm going to release this episode today, actually. I've just decided, uh, which means you're getting it before the new year. I mean, obviously, you might not be listening to it then. But if you are, happy new year coming into 2023. um, And I will see you in the next episode. Lots of love.